Now, we've got another Peter on the line right now, and he's actually called through because we were talking about melioidosis a little while ago. Um, I believe that this Peter has actually had melioidosis. Good morning to you, Peter. Hey, good morning, Katie. Mate, what happened with melioidosis? How did you end up getting it? Uh, look, just generally doing some housework and working around the yards and working in the chook shed, digging some plants. Um, didn't realise I had it. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it it, um, it got me while I was travelling. I was in Groot Island at the time. Yep. Um, thanks thanks to the management and team over there for getting me to the medical clinic. Um, and then when I was at the Royal Darwin Hospital, I went straight into uh, intensive care for five weeks. Holy moly, Peter. How long ago was this? Uh, I was diagnosed on the 30th of April. So this so year? I was off work for four months. Um, which was a, a massive financial burden on the family and everything. Oh, mate, how um, are you going at the moment? Yeah, look, I'm, I'm okay now. Um, I'm on antibiotics for the rest of my life because I, I did actually lose my spleen um, and oh. a nice chunk of my liver. Um, so that had to go because the meliodosis had actually gone in through the bloodstream and gone into uh, straight into the spleen and the liver's connected to the spleen and it was just continuing to go where it wanted to go, so it, they had to come out. Wow. Peter, this is um, unreal for all the wrong reasons. You poor bugger. How, like, yeah. How, you know, so you basically, you've ended up a bit crook while you are away or you felt crook. Like, what were the signs for yeah. you? Um, basically just dizziness, lethargic. Uh, couldn't get out of bed in the, in the morning. Uh, couldn't walk more than sort of 10, 15 metres without feeling dizzy and, and falling over. Mm. Um, and, and that was that was the basics of the signs of it. Um, I will point out though that meliodosis will act on somebody that has a um, underlying health issue. I have wondered so I've got that type two diabetes and type two diabetes that just uh, uh, aggravated the situation. And so, mate, you were sort of you know you're out you're doing stuff in the chook shed, you're out in your yard doing your normal things. Yep. Yeah. Oh, look, I've been in Darwin for forty five years. Um, never had an issue, never thought about it. Um, and yeah, it just, it, it's hit me, yeah, really hard. Is there any, you know, is there any sort of rhyme or reason? I know that you said you've got your underlying health condition, but is there any rhyme or reason as to why on this occasion, you know, like you said, you've lived here 45 years, but why on this occasion um, you've ended up with it in your system? Uh, I just had some open cuts, um, and I did know about the open cuts, but I, I just I didn't think about it when I was uh, doing what I was doing. Uh, and, and if you you, know, you have a scratch or an itch or something like that with the open cut, uh, it, it's going to get into your system. Peter. So, my advice to all Territorians, yep. um, and my doctors are actually the ones that said this to me, um, sanitise your hands before you go and do any gardening. Now, it doesn't make much sense, but if you think about it, the sanitizer will let you know if you have a cut on your finger that you do not know about. Geez, that is a point that I've not, I would not have even thought of. Yeah, yeah, no, neither would have I. Look, Katie, I work in the chemical industry. Yep. Um, and I've been banging on for years about PPE to my customers, mm. about you know, chemical safety and handling. And, um, yeah, now I'm, I'm letting them know that PPE, when you go out and do the gardening, it might be hot, but, hey, do it. You don't yeah. need this.
Mate, I'm so grateful you've called through because do you know what? We speak, you know, like we speak to different people, different healthcare professionals all the time, as we should. But sometimes it's not until you actually hear from somebody who has gone through the journey that you've had to go through this year before people actually sit up and listen. Yeah, yeah. Look, Katie, when I was in intensive care for five weeks, I passed away three times. Oh my God. So- you know, this is this is a really, really nasty bug, and it gets into you, and it's it'll just tear you apart. Peter, how is your family throughout all of that time? They must have been oh, yep. absolutely yeah, beside look, themselves. Yeah, look, my um, my boys had uh, open heart surgery as well, so we went through quite a lot with um, with our family. Um, but this, uh, yeah, this shook the world, and everyone thought I wasn't coming back. Oh, Peter, mate, I'm so glad that you've lived to tell the tale and that you, you know, that you're actually able to to tell us this story on air. I, I, like, I can't believe what I'm hearing. Like I said, you know, we, we all, I think, know people or, you know, have a friend of a friend who's maybe been impacted by amelioidosis, but to hear that you have actually gone through this earlier this year, you know, you've lost your sp- spleen and the impact that it's had on your life is unbelievable. Oh, look, the impact has, has been absolutely huge. Um, I'm, you know, I'm thankful to my employer for, for holding my position and everything like that. Mm. Um, my family, you know, they're 100% they were the, the best people I could ever be around was my family. So um, the, the medical staff, the, the, the doctors, the nurses um, at the Royal Darwin Hospital, it was all done through the public system. And, and the only thing I had to complain about was I didn't like the food. That's pretty fair. Oh, that's pretty fair. Yeah, mate. look, I just really wanted to urge the Territorians out there, you know, even if you're doing anything with the recycled um, uh, garden waste from the, the tips, um, it is meliodosis is in it. Yeah. You know, don't don't take the risk. Put some gloves on, um, and make sure you wash your hands thoroughly afterwards. Peter, you're a legend, mate. Thank you so very much for calling through and um, and telling us about your journey. Like I said, I think very often we sort of hear bits and pieces on the radio. We hear bits and pieces about what's going on. And it's not until you actually hear from someone like you that it does make you sit up and take notice. So thank you so uh, much no, for having right, a chat. Katie. It was a life-changing experience. And, and I just want to add, mm. uh, mate, you're doing a fantastic job. Oh, thank and you. I'm sure Pete is watching down with a big smile. <laughs> oh, thanks, mate. That's a lovely thing to say. Thank you so much. I was already nearly crying after you were telling me what you'd gone through and then you will make me cry, Peter. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thanks, Katie. (laughs) Thank you.